Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner Caroline Pope as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host and Australia's most recognized and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking with the Animals. I'm your host, Caroline Pope. Thank you for joining me. I've been slightly overwhelmed, I've got to say, at the amount of responses I've had about Pets in Spirit, so obviously I've decided to make this topic a two-parter. I'm not quite sure why it's as big as it is. To me, you love them while they're alive, but as we've said before, love never dies, and just because the animal's body may die, in inverted commas, doesn't mean their spirit does. In the same way, we don't either. We never truly die. We just move to a different frequency or dimension, whatever you want to call it. Pets are no different. Now, a lot of people have asked me, will my pet send me a sign? How will I know they're around? And that's as many and varied as the animals themselves And of course, as I've said before, it's like the sound of one hand clapping. The more you want it, the less you get it. Because it's like a doctor not treating their own kids. You need to remain detached. And love can be that double-edged sword. The more you love them, the harder it is to let go enough to have that detachment. But They'll send signs. You, um, Some people will see them out of the corner of their eye, particularly if they're watching telly. Um, you'll dream of them while you're asleep, uh, hearing the claws, the clink of the collar, the food bowl, the water bowl, um, stuff being moved. It's not just people that can move objects or turn on lights or open doors or any of those sorts of things. Um, the dog door flap moving or banging in the middle of the night when there's no wind, that's not just people that can do that. But keep in mind, so many people, you don't think if the um, dog floor flap, for example, bangs in the middle of the night, you're not going to wake up and go, hang on, there's no wind. So a lot of us, it's more a case of being aware of the signs. And a lot of times people will ask me, I saw or I felt or I heard blah, blah, blah. Was that my animal or is that just me imagining it? 99.9% of the times it was your animal. And the more you become aware and the more you look for signs, the more open you are, often the more you'll see them. And just because they're gone in inverted commas doesn't mean they're not still looking out for you. Um, the amount of times that a dog's died, someone's um, suddenly felt the urge one day to get up and looked online or had a phone call or just felt the urge to drive past a shelter and all of a sudden they hadn't thought of getting a dog or a cat that morning, but all of a sudden they're going home with one. 
that doesn't just come from you. Quite often, that's your pet lining it all up for you. Um, people, too, I've had them line up, uh, heard of them lining up or sending them their owners somewhere that they don't normally go so that they just happen to meet and start talking with someone who eventually becomes their partner. I've even had one dog um, organise because when this gentleman's um, dog was alive, he had a lot of problems with mechanics. Uh, had a few ripped him off. He had a uh, fairly expensive collector-type car. And as you can imagine, it's yeah, there's a lot of sharks out there. And this gentleman had been struggling to find a good, reliable mechanic that knew his type of car, where to get the pieces and so forth. And he called me one day and said, oh, God, I finally found a, a good mechanic. And I laughed and I said, Yes, and I'm being shown a corner and your car broke down and this was on the side of the road. He said, how did you know? I said, you really don't think you lucked upon that mechanic, now do you? And he went, well, why? And I said, because that was your dog. How many times when he was alive did you bitch to me about not getting a good mechanic? He said, so my mechanic and my dog has sent me this mechanic. I said, yes. This gentleman is still using that particular mechanic 15 years later and they're now friends as well. Uh, and interestingly enough, as a side note, we both found out three years after the gentleman started using this mechanic that the type of dog the mechanic had, the breed of dog, was exactly the same as my client's deceased pet. So, yeah, we're not, um, you know, it's not always just luck. And it takes our animals an awful lot of energy, a lot of time and a lot of love to organize these synchronicities for us. Often letting go is the hardest thing of all. And I understand that. But it's also the biggest gift. It's very rare, but I have had people hold their animals back from progressing. The animal feels obliged I guess is the best word don't leave me I can't live without you all that kind of stuff and whilst I do have some empathy for the client or the person involved um, my overriding thing is that's the ultimate selfishness loving something is putting its requirements before your own the I can't live without you um, newsflash you mightn't like to hear it but there is absolutely nothing that your dog or your cat or your horse or whatever your animal is can do for you that you can't do for yourself. And the old reason or season is very true. We love them, but there's a time for them to be with us and there's a time for them to move on. Ultimately, we may move on and leave our pets while we go to spirit. It's a two-way street. But letting your animal go and sending it with love and giving it the gift of moving is the biggest gift you can give an animal and a human. We're not just talking um, animals as far as that goes. Allowing someone to move to their next dimension with love, not holding them back is the greatest gift you can give someone. It's also one of the toughest, and I'm fully, fully aware of that. People have asked me other stories of what animals um, can do. 
I've had one particular cat, I think I've mentioned um, before, has uh, predicted earthquakes when this uh, client of mine went on holiday to Hawaii and surprise, surprise, there was an earthquake. I do remember vividly one cat, um, and it's not one I talk about very often uh, because it involves an accident, but my client was due to go on a holiday with a bunch of people. And it's very rare that I get woken up by an animal. I just don't. My barriers are that strong. But I knew this client really well. I considered them a friend as well. And when the cat woke me three times in a night, I went, oh, God, all right, look, I'll phone you and find out what's going on. So I phoned her the next day and she knows how strong my boundaries are. She knows I don't call up out of the blue. I don't communicate unless I'm actually in a consultation with a client. That's the only time I tune in. Any rate, called her up and said, listen, this is going to sound really odd. Are you going on a car trip? And she went, yeah, going on holidays. We're going up to Canberra, a couple of us, bubble bus, little Tarago thing. And I said, look, take it on board for what it's worth, but your cat has woken me three times last night telling me you can't go. I don't know why, but I know your cat's frantic. And she said, well, I was actually going to call you this morning because he spent half the night screaming and he sprayed. He never sprays. And I can't see any other cat outside. I said, no, it's got nothing to do with another cat. So she thought about it and said, no, my gut's telling me there's something wrong too. So I'm going to cancel the trip. So she called them, her friends up. They weren't overly polite, but yeah, that, that was her choice. And she said, look, I'll join you in a couple of days, but something's crumb up. She didn't actually tell them the full story. And yeah, we chatted for a bit. I hung up. I thought that was that. She called me the next day and the Tarago had been involved in a head-on collision and everybody in that car was killed. So had my client been in that car, she wouldn't have been my client and I'd have been trying to find another home for her cat. So she now calls him the guardian um, and she jokes about it. And I think he's about 16, 16 and a half now. He'll be going to spirit fairly soon, I'd imagine. But it's something that, you know, sometimes we listen to our pets. And look, our pets are not always right in the same way we're not always right. But the thing was, as she said to me, my gut is telling me, always listen to your gut. You can all think of a time that you haven't listened to your gut instinct and we've paid for it. We can all think of those. And if there's one thing animals can teach us, it's always follow your gut instinct. It may not always make sense to the people around you, but it's very, very rarely wrong. And that's one thing that our animals are in tune with much more is that sixth sense, gut instinct, call it whatever you wanted to call it. Um, and that's, you know, in the same way animals know when there's going to be floods or earthquakes and they'll start moving to higher ground. That's, you know, they have a much stronger connection with the earth than we do. Learning to follow your gut instinct will serve you well in all aspects of your life. A communication um, that was with a, an elderly dog 
and the dog had been taken on by the daughter after the mother died, or it had been agreed beforehand. Um, nice old dog. Any rate, um, apparently she'd had this dog for about, I think it was 15 months or something, but after um, her mother had passed on and she'd taken it before we had the first communication. And this dog kept showing me a ring. And it was a very unique ring. And I described it to her and she went, oh, my God, that's my mum's signet ring. She was given from the old country many years ago. It is unique. We can't find it anywhere. We, we wondered whether she'd given it away or whether she'd lost it. No one's seen it. The dog then showed me this piece of furniture um, and, just, and I sort of tried to describe it and she knew immediately it was her mother's old writing desk. And basically they had to, long story short, they took the back of it out um, and the ring had actually fallen down the back and was in a small cavity. So, and this, she was just so, so excited that because this had a, this ring had a large family significance, not just for her mother, but for the entire family. And they'd all thought it was lost. So she was ringing me to, uh, talk about the dog's pain levels and uh, pain management and wound up finding her mother's or the family signet ring. So yet yeah, it, that's what I love about this job. You never know what you're going to do or what you're going to get. Um, this dog, after it passed, we did a quick communication. Wasn't that long ago? I think it was only about four or five weeks ago now. And the dog um, and the mother were very, very happy together. And I actually, um, which I very rarely do, got a couple of words from the mother as well. Um, and it, the dog kept showing me the writing desk as glowing and I couldn't quite understand what she meant by this, or he, sorry, by this writing desk glowing. And when I asked the woman, she laughed and said, that's exactly what it looks like. We, um, we polish it. You know, it's, it's almost like the memory, um, or the representation of the memory of the mother and they polish it once a week. Um, with wood polish and stuff and buff it up and where it is the afternoon sun falls on it and it literally appears to glow and so yes when this dog's describing this glowing writing desk this is um what what it was all about so it just goes to show you whether an animal is in spirit in inverted commas or in body in inverted commas they still have their own knowledge and their own wisdom. And if we choose, we can listen to and learn a lot from them. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talking with the Animals. Don't forget to like and subscribe and please feel free to drop me a line. I'd love to hear your feedback, any suggestions of things you want to hear about in a future episode, I'd be delighted to cover. Look after yourselves, stay safe and remember until next time, let's talk with the animals. Thank you for listening to Talking with the Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com. 
You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator, CST, and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time. Thank you.